time for more Scott Weinberg on the law on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Attorney Scott Weinberg. Welcome back. One of the things that uh, we always want to make sure every client, you know what, every citizen, but just every client that's, uh, that's a client of our firm knows in terms of assault cases, this is what you have to do. In any kind of assault case, I don't care if it's where you, your kid is getting uh, in a fight at school to he's already up at college, he's getting into uh, some type of uh, uh, abusive situation to your brother who might have gotten a bar fight. In any assault case, 90% of the time, it's a, it's a he said, she said, or he said, he said case. They're normally... Is not a lot of are not a lot of witnesses. You know, sometimes you get a situation where there are, where you're at a party, but most of the time, it's going to be their word against your word, or their word against your kid's word. And the main thing to remember, if you can remember one thing from this show, is talk to a lawyer before you talk to anybody. It is amazing where everybody watched so many TV shows, CSI, every kind of law and order show, and they always hear people saying, yeah, but I, I wasn't read my Miranda rights, or I was mar- read my rights, and I talked to the police anyway. The Miranda rights are there specifically to stop you and let you think, do I want to make anything, say anything, that I'm going to regret later without getting advice first. It basically is a right for you to know that you have a right to shut up, a right to be quiet, a right not to incriminate yourself. But so few people, I can't tell you how many people don't take advantage of that. And it 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 really becomes important in any kind of criminal prosecution is well, what did he say? What did the defendant say? What did the guy who's being accused of doing anything, in these cases, assault cases, what did he say and did he admit it? Or did he make some statement that can be used against him? And invariably, people think that he can talk their way out of it, especially in a domestic violence case. You've got a situation where the police come by, they separate the parties, and they say, okay, just tell us what happened. Just just be honest with us, and maybe we can have the whole thing go away. Give us your side of the story. But as I said before, 90% of the time, they are going to arrest someone, and 80% of the time, it's going to be the guy. So in this kind of situation, you need to make sure that you are always, always aware of your rights. Here we got a special treat. We've got uh, one of the attorneys for the... Uh, for the uh, Michigan State uh, players that got uh, accused of uh, assault, that I I've known this guy for a long time. He uh, his name is Leon Weiss. He's one of the best criminal attorneys in town. How you doing, Leon? Good morning, Scott. Uh, doing fine. Glad to be with you, my friend. It's good to talk to you, Leon. What was going on with this uh, with these guys up in Michigan State? Just give a little background on what these guys were charged with and uh, and what uh, was worked out. Well, I'll give you a quick background. It all started uh, actually the night before the incident at a uh, local nightclub that uh, a few of the players were visiting. And also there were a big group of uh, 
fraternity members uh, with their women. And in the course of my investigation, I learned something, Scott, that uh, you don't disrespect a dance line. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've seen dance lines at weddings, at bar mitzvahs, and other events. And if you walk through a dance line at a bar mitzvah, say, and you're on the way to the sweet table, uh, you know, they might even open up for you because they know it's an important thing. But uh, this particular night, the uh, fraternity boys and their dates were doing a dance line, and allegedly one of the Michigan State players walked through their dance line, and, and uh, that was a great disrespect, and uh, the, the fraternity boys had the numbers, so they roughed this guy up. Unbelievable. The day was the team banquet, and uh, this player... Uh, texted quite a few of his teammates and said, hey, this fraternity is going to be over at the dorm. Why don't you guys back me up? I just want to let them know that you can't mess with one of the Spartans. And um, unfortunately, 14 of his fellow teammates, including my client, uh, decided they would go along to, uh, uh, you know, show some strength and uh, support their teammate. Very poor decision. And that's what led to the confrontation and uh, initially 11 players were charged with uh, uh, conspiracy to commit assault and battery and assault and battery That's and it. a few of the more major players uh, were charged with aggravated assault That's amazing. Uh, yeah, you Leon, you've been a practicing criminal lawyer for a long long time. How do you have a conspiracy to commit a misdemeanor? A conspiracy to commit an assault? Yeah, well, it's the first time in my career and uh, you know how conspiracy is. It's a big net, and uh, the prosecution uses it to uh, encompass uh, uh, behavior when they don't know who exactly did what. Uh, and fortunately, uh, and unfortunately, for my client it was fortunate. For other fellows, it was unfortunate. Every angle of this event was covered uh, by the security cameras in Rather Hall there at Michigan State. And I had my uh, IT guy at the firm I work at, uh, Jeff Figer's firm, go through every single security tape. And I was able to prove that in the three minutes and 40 seconds that this took place, my client was actually out in the hallway for all but six seconds. And, you know, Leon, that's one of the things that, that we were talking about here, but I know that, especially because you work with uh, Figer and you guys are such good attorneys, too, that most attorneys don't take the time. They don't investigate a case other than what's just put in the police report. They don't go through and, for instance, like you're saying, go and investigate. Are there tapes even involved that can help their client? They're just taking the word of either the witness that the prosecutor, that the police have put together against your client. Well, that's true. I know you, uh, as a practitioner of the art of trial law, when it's done right, it is an art. Uh, in fact, I believe that you legally changed your middle name to Preparation, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> preparation Ace or just Preparation? prepared when you go to court, but you do have to take the extra time. And in my case, it uh, paid off because uh, we, we demonstrated my guy was out in the hallway. He was a reluctant participant, and he ended up getting uh, a plea to just one count of assault battery, but at the end of 12 months, he's going to have a clean record. So he'll be able to keep and, it off his record. Yeah, and he'll be able to go back to the team. But I think the point I would like to make is, uh, you know, this was a situation where we just needed one person to step forward 
and tell the main actor, who was a fellow named Glenn Winston, uh, who the year before, unfortunately, had been charged with punching a hockey player and injuring him. And, and this Winston actually did four months in jail. But yet the uh, coach at Michigan State let him back on the team, and he really had a new lease on life. But yet when this little thing happened at the uh, nightclub, he couldn't just leave it alone. And all he needed was one teammate. And if there's young people listening and one of your friends or a group of friends come up with an idea that you know is stupid and you know is not going to end well, and it's going to end with you in jail even, uh, take a step back and don't be afraid to be the one to speak out and say, you know what, this is stupid, we can't do this. And unfortunately, uh, these 15 Michigan State football players, not one of them, <laughs> said to their teammates, hey, this is a stupid idea. We can't do this. We're well known. And as you know, all it takes is one bad decision. You could end up in prison for for a lot of years. Well, that is, that is so that is so true. Is he going to be able to play again? Yeah, my client was among uh, the group of players, uh, you know, that were, uh, as the prosecutor and the police informed the coach, Mark D'Antonio, uh, the least culpable, and they were reinstated, but they have not been able to practice. And Antonio said that when all of the sentencings are completed, which will be next week, there's two or three more, and then he'll make a decision. Now, spring practice starts Tuesday, and I think when the sentencings are done, my client, uh, who's Christopher L. Rucker, starting cornerback, very nice young man from a good family in uh, Ohio, I think they should be back with the team. And and I, I agree with that decision. I mean, as you know, Scott, you've represented many people. Uh, certainly you've represented your share of bad people who are, you know, maybe criminal to the core. But you've also represented a lot of good people that got in bad situations. And, uh, and in this case, there was a number of good young men who just made a stupid decision and went somewhere that... Uh, got them in some pretty big trouble. Well, that's always true. I mean, you know, as criminal defense attorneys, we don't always uh, agree with what the clients are doing, but most of the time they're usually good people, whether it's uh, someone on a drunk driving or someone who has some substance abuse problem that, you know, they're otherwise good, they need help in other ways, but they're just not bad to the core, that's for sure. They're just uh, they're just making mistakes in other areas of their life, and it's affecting certain ways that we should try to help them. So, you know, you and I see that every day. Absolutely. All right, Leanne, well, thanks for coming on. We will uh, get back. We'll keep in touch with you from time to time. I appreciate that. It's can my you get pleasure. Us, it's can you get us any to talk with a legend and, and somebody who uh, is out there on the front lines every day defending the Constitution and defending people's rights to uh, a fair trial. And uh, It's my pleasure, sir. Well, it's you and me both. All right, we'll talk to you later, Leanne. All right, be well, Scott. Bye-bye. Leon's a good guy. One of the things about, I swear, one of the things about representing uh, kids, whether they're uh, under 21 or they are uh, still in high school and they're under 15, is they make such, other than just saying stupid choices, I don't know how to say it. They're not bad kids. They're not kids that uh, otherwise necessarily would commit a crime. But they get in situations where they're, they feel that they can't call their parents. They can't step back 
and say, okay, what would my parents be doing? What would my brother, who I respect, be doing? What would my uncle, what would my, if I could talk to someone who was my mentor, do? They don't. What they do is they react. They go with the flow. They go with the gang. And that's the problem many times is in terms of even a prosecutor choosing choosing to charge someone. Even if that person didn't do something overt, that they stood like in this case in East Lansing, stood in the hall, or were just uh, on the peripheral, they are going to be charged much of the time because they didn't walk away or they didn't stop it or they might have yelled and been somewhat involved but didn't do the hitting. So if you can get one thing, if you are a parent to one of these kids, you get your teenager or you get your kid up in college to realize don't go with the flow. Don't be the one who's just standing around. Get away from it. If you're with kids that are are smoking marijuana, don't be in the car. Don't be at the party. Walk away because you're going to be charged just like the rest of them or your kid is going to be charged just with the, quote, perpetrators because they were there and they didn't do anything to either stop it or to get away from it. We're going to take a break. In the meantime, call 1-800-7100-LAW if you want to get involved in the conversation or actually help have me help you in any other kind of legal advice. 1-800-7100-529. This is Weinberg on the Law on CBS Radio. Have you or a loved one been arrested or charged with a crime? Do you want to stay out of jail and try to keep your record clean? Then you need the attorneys from Weinberg Law at 1-800-7100-LAW. And if you call right now, they can qualify you for a payment plan designed just for you. That's right, an affordable top criminal law firm. Call 1-800-7100-LAW. Stay out of jail, keep your record clean, and qualify for payment plans. Call now, 1-800-710-0529. That's 1-800-7100-LAW. 